Welcome to Out of the Float, where float centers thrive. This is our weekly podcast where we share our stories of starting and running our float centers. We love it when you join us as we work together to raise our education level on building, marketing, and running our float centers. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all the social medias at Art of the Float, and also artofthefloat.com to find show notes, links, pictures, pictures from every episode, all that good stuff. We're Again, cutting this uh, episode a little bit shorter than usual. We're not going into our weekly uh, talks about what's been going on at our float centers. Instead, we're going to jump in pretty quickly with our guest, John McKenzie, who's a business coach for Amy, and also Lance, if you're a longtime listener. Uh, just to introduce myself real quick, I'm Dylan. I own the float shop in Portland, Oregon with my wife, Sandra Calm, and I'm joined with Amy of Float Nashville. And uh, let's... Um, and before we get started, I just want to mention ProFloat. These guys are distributing float product within the industry here. And if you support them through our website, just a few just a few ducats come our way. And uh, similar to the Amazon links, if you've listened to previous episodes, it doesn't cost you anything extra, but it does help support the podcast, which we really appreciate. Outofthefloat.com forward slash ProFloat is where you want to go to help support us. And thank you so much for that. John, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing very well. How about you? Excellent. You're always doing so well, John. <laughs> uh, let's see here. So we've we talked about the destination location the past two episodes, and my guess is that I think now that I think about it, everything we're going to talk about, kind of kind of in one way or another, will will lead back to that concept. But um, this year, we're we're talking about creating. Excuse me. This this week, we're talking about creating goals for the new year, which. Uh, it's something that Amy. I don't know if you've talked about it on the ep, on the show before, but off uh, the show, you've you've talked to, uh, with me about this quite a bit. I think this is something you're passionate about. Uh, why are you passionate yeah. about it, Amy? Before we hand it over to John. Well, and I, I think this is probably uh, this is probably cliche. Everybody's heard it a million times before, but uh, you know, if you don't have a plan for where you're going. <laughs> Yeah, kind of just float around and meander and don't really reach any goals. So we do annual planning. In fact, it's about that time of year where Mark and I will sit down for two days and go over absolutely every number and marketing plan that we did this past year, things that we that we played out and see if we want to do it again next year. And we also do that quarterly as well. So it's always good to know where you're going. And how you get there may change along the way, but uh, but heading towards a specific task, super important. Otherwise, like who knows where you end up? Like the narrative John talked about before, like having a vision, a store that you're going to try to get to, getting getting yeah. aligned with that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's John, true. Please take it away. What, what um, did we miss? <laughs> goals. That thing. Um, it is time for Amy to... Do it. Ooh, it's like having John a goes no, teacher on the podcast. That's good. And, John and goes Mark, with the Let me dad. tell you, Mark is really, Mark is really excited. <laughs> okay. Um, then I know you're lying. <laughs> I can't, I can't see underneath that mustache, avoided. John. Are you smirking? Uh, was that a joke? I'm pretty sure that <laughs> was much. sarcasm. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, it, goals is like a, a plane taking off, and it generally knows where it's going. Now, there's some deviations hmm. in altitude. It, but it generally lands where it wants to. Imagine taking off in an airplane with no destination in, in sight, just taking off. Can I? That's probably not a good idea because you're probably going to run out of gas and crash. Right. 
You know, I, I know you're you're going a particular way with this, and I, I promise I'm not diverting too much, but just something that I think is interesting, that an analogy that was told to me once, since, since you brought up airplanes, was that rockets, even though there's so much pressure behind them, there are so much force, I should say, and they're going to a particular point, it has to be very clearly, it has to know exactly where it's going, but it is making tiny deviations the entire time, mm-hmm. thrusters a little bit on the left, the right, the bottom, the, you know, wherever to, to correct. And same with uh, humans walking. You know, we don't walk mm-hmm. in a perfectly straight line. We're kind of rocking back and forth and we're always correcting as we're on our way. So I, I like the idea of that you're describing of a very clear destination of where you're going, but also the human mm-hmm. element of nobody sticks to the exact plan. We're all human nobody. and we all have those slight deviations and it's about correcting and staying on that path. It all is. Right. Thanks it for is. giving me that uh, Okay, so <laughs> basically the methodology I use or teach is, is SMART goals. And SMART is basically specific, measurable, achievable, results-oriented, and time-framed. One thing I add to that is how is it going to make you feel when you reach this goal? Because I believe goals, if there's no ma- emotional involvement, um, there has to be some heart in it, if you know what I mean, to sure. actually get through some of the rough times and meeting mm-hmm. a goal, and there will be rough times. Mm-hmm. So I, I threw together uh, just a very simple version of a goal uh, that's smart. So the goal, add one tank to the business. Okay, just add one tank. Okay. Uh, the goal date is January 1st, uh, start date January 1st, 2018. Goal due date is April 31st, 2018. Uh, there has to be enough time in there, depending on where you are. If you've got a finished room sitting there, that's a different story. Um, so the strategies, create a new tank and room for client growth. Um, actions, and you can break these into many steps. So I just put down what kind of tank, the decision, you need, is it open or closed? It may be one decision. Because uh, an open tank, I find people that are afraid of closed tanks will actually get into so I call it a, a training tank. Um, nice. The um, uh, set budget and funding source. Where are you going to get the money? And what's the budget for, for this whole project? Uh, determine manufacturer of tank and room details. Um, build-out plan. Amy's the build-out queen. Uh, <laughs> Not so if sure. If you've seen one of her build-out How's books, it's like... <laughs> I mean, how thick is your build-out book on this new one? Uh, my build-out book is, yeah, it, it's a, it's a three-inch binder. <laughs> I rest my case. <laughs> yeah. Ah, and nice. a lot of Excel, a lot of fabric swatches. Yeah, Anyways. exactly. It's all oh, nice. Yeah. Sure. Not just paper. Classic, so she knows. Amy. Classic. Yep. Classic. Bankers love her because I, my she's banker. got everything in this. My banker does love me. Yep. <laughs> um, so, build-out plan. Amy's great at that. Permits. Amy... Uh, Knows about not, permits. <laughs> Thanks. I'm not so great at them, um, but I know about them. But huh. permits can be a pain in the butt, and you really need to know uh, what's involved. Um, select a contractor. Uh, develop a marketing plan because you're going to open up. You don't want to do the marketing when you open. You you want to do the marketing like Amy's doing, uh, like Facebook Live, showing the development of the process. Uh, when it's basically installed, you want to test the functionality. And there's many more tasks in there. But you can assign each one of those tasks to different people. You don't have to do it all. And you can set time frames on that, deadlines too. Okay? Um, so KPIs and success markers. How do you know you're successful? 
Well, people would say, okay, the tank's installed and it's full of water. Well, maybe. <laughs> Does it have I hydrogen say, peroxide in it? Yeah, <laughs> all of that. But oh, okay. I would say it, it's in use for one month with a minimum of 15 uses. Hmm. It doesn't have to be those numbers, but you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Because that's a test, that's success. Right. If it's been used 15 times and... Uh, and so, secondly, revenue increase of $1,000 a month. If it's been used 15 times, that's about $67 on average to account for marketing and memberships and things. And so, once you get there, now you're successful. Cool. Okay. It's not just seeing the tank in the room. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and it collecting spider webs. I see what you're saying. Exactly. Or, or flooding. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because your strategy was to create, you're doing this for client growth. Mm -hmm. Okay. Cool. Because you need it. Um, so the results, uh, you've done this, it's successful. What do you get out of it? You, client retention, creating room for growth and revenue increase. And the revenue increase shoot for profitability in three months or something like that. Sure. Uh, so how, then you ask, answer the question, how does this make you feel? The question has already been answered, but how do you feel now that it's all done? And that's the key to it. And that's what hauls your butt through when we're doing a build-out plan that's three and a half inches thick. Because <laughs> so um, at some parts of this, just adding a tank, you know, you have to build out a room. Building out a room is not easy. Sometimes you have to build out more than a room, insulation around the room, tear down walls. You know what I mean? It's, it's difficult. Or you so, find things that you didn't anticipate along the way. That's true. Happens a lot. Um, it's so, always, of course. <laughs> take something really simple and it can it can be a fairly major project mm -hmm. so so how do you feel when it's successful good um <laughs> and really good in fact because now you're making more money and some of the things i found and talk about kpis was uh um i like utilization utilization of all your tanks together utilization of each tank and the number of appointments you've turned away because the tanks weren't available. Uh, that's a much different statistic. Uh, and then also graph it by time, utilization by time frame. That's great. But the key thing is how many appointments do you turn away because they want two tanks and they're not available? Or at a seven o'clock, all your tanks are full. Yeah. And exactly. so that'll give you an idea of ex acceptance. And you know, at three o'clock, you're going to have probably three tanks empty, maybe two, right? We, we, uh, whatever that, whatever that uh, slow time is. We, we did that with our massage and we saw mm -hmm. exactly how much we were saying no. And it made Sandra and I want to cry. It was so upsetting mm -hmm. how much we were saying no yeah. to massage. So that was, that was great. And we also tracked the time, just like you're describing. That was very insightful yeah. for us. Like, where mm -hmm. do we actually need those? Or, and actually for us, uh, time, or what day of the week was really important as well. Of, uh, exactly. When we needed LMTs so, on staff. Yep. So you get an idea of using those KPIs about when to install the tank. But it's not trivial. I've been through it with Lance and, and uh, Matt. And it's not trivial, mm. adding a room. Right. So right. <laughs> it really isn't. And these guys are handy. Sure. <laughs> yeah. You had to hire a contractor. Yeah. Um, nothing easy. So that's it. just a really simple goal. But you see, it's very specific. We're adding a tank. It's measurable. Because what are your KPIs for success, right? Um, and achievable, yes, because you're, you're doing that in your actions. You're identifying 
your uh, budget and source and everything else. You're going through the process and you kind of know that going in anyways. Um, hopefully you're not renting a new space to get a new tank. You've already got that. Uh, results oriented, absolutely. You're going to um, increase your revenue and uh, make room for client growth. Uh, time, time framed, all your actions should have a time frame on them and, and also accountability. Who's going to do them? So now you find out you don't have to do the whole thing. You can allocate tasks to other people and it just makes things so much easier to do it that way. And tank is just one example. So that's a smart goal. Now, um, I'd like to do three to six of these for people hmm. because it depends. Uh, once they get going, they can think of lots of goals. Um, but when they first start, you need to do the first one and that's sure, sure. after that, then it's easier. Sure. So daily, I have an action list called, it's called eat the frog. There was a book that uh, Brian Tracy wrote. I think it's eat the frog. There's a, uh, a deviation of that called lick the toad. And the concept was if you had to lick a toad from the front toe to the back toe and all over, um, and you had a year to do it. How many people would do it right then and there? Not many. Yeah. But as day 360 rolls around, they're really starting to panic and they've worried about it. And it's got increasingly worse and worse and worse as time goes by. Yeah. And it's so far out of whack that you're going to die if you lick this toad. Right. Hmm. So they're taking supplements and everything else. <laughs> um, eat the frog is the same thing. It's different analogies, that's all. Um, and so if you just do it right away, it's done. It's checked off. You feel, and you can watch everybody else suffer. So eat the frog is what one thing do I have to do today or next two days, whenever time frame you're using, that I absolutely don't want to do, but it's necessary to do. Okay. Okay. File your taxes. File your value-added taxes. Those are always fun. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, the things are absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you hate got to it. do, but hate. you got to do. Hate. And you, yeah, and, and most likely to procrastinate. What? Oh, um, John, you don't know me. Yeah, that's correct. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, this is a reflection of my personality too. Um, so underneath that, that's the one thing I have to do. And there's a little box. Check it off. Uh, the next thing is tasks that I have to do today, which contributes to my six goals. Because if you're not doing something to contribute to your goals, chances are you won't meet your goals. Let me go back and there was a, um, a story, the story of the stones. I think I maybe told that story on an earlier show, but the professor at the front of the room in front of master's degree students in business True story, by the way, I think. Um, hauls out a beaker. And then he hauls out um, a bunch of stones. And he puts the stones in the beaker right to the top. And he asks the class if it's full. And they said, sure. OK. So he hauls out uh, a bag of pebbles. And he puts the pebbles in and shakes it a bit. And the pebbles all go down between the rocks. And it's right to the top. Is it full? Well, they, they, don't, they think it is, but they're not quite sure. So they say, maybe. Well, he says, that's good because he hauls out some sand, puts the sand in, shakes it, and it goes down right to the top. 
Is it full now? And they say, no, but we have no idea what you're going to do next. So he brings out some water and he puts the water in and it right to the top, even puts a bit of a meniscus on it. <laughs> and um, then he says, is it full? And they go, yeah, it is full. So what's the lesson they learned, do you think? You can fit a lot of crap that's in a, a that's beaker. A, yeah. I, I, yeah. I we covered this last year, and I yeah. feel like I should remember. Gosh. So the common answer is yeah. you can always put more in. The real answer is if you don't put the big rocks in first, they'll never fit. True. Because everything right. else goes down in between them. So the big rocks are your goals, your big goals. And the pebbles and sand might be your follow-up emails, things like that. And the water, well, the water and sand, the pebbles, maybe those of water and sand may be your tasks or projects you're doing. Um, so contribute something towards your goals every day. The big rocks matter. Okay? Cool. Okay. Uh, and, yeah. and check them off. So tell me what you're going to do towards your goals um, and do it. It can be 15 minutes. But if you don't take some time, it just never gets done. Um, and that's where... The goals, the smart goals come in because you've got three or six of those, mm -hmm. somewhere between that. So you're contributing towards those actions and the goals. Follow-up calls and emails. Well, uh, I would list those in order of importance and uh, then check them off as you get through. You will get through most of your emails and calls in a day. Um, but if they're prioritized, that's great because... You promise to phone somebody back and you have to answer these emails. And the emails might be, my rule of thumb is it, if it takes five minutes, do it right then and there. If it takes more than that, if you use Outlook, drag it to your task box. Just drag the whole email to your task box. It'll pop up and ask you when the due date is and everything else and send me a reminder. So that's taken care of. And, but you have, you'll always have those to work on. So they go in there. Other tasks and projects, just list them. And by the way, when you get down to the water ones, if they don't get done, oh well. Huh, but right. a lot of people do the water and sand <laughs> right. a lot of times because it's easy. Right. And yeah. they don't do the others. Real quick, um, if you don't use Outlook and use Gmail, there is an app called Boomerang that you can also set yourself a reminder to respond to this email later. And it pops back mm -hmm. up in your box. Handy tool. Yeah. So just FYI. It is. Okay. It is. Okay. They've really improved Gmail. Uh, so that's goals and that's meeting your goals. It's that simple, really. Uh, I have, by the way, you do your uh, eat the frog list the night before. You don't wait till the same day because the moment you walk in, life happens. Right. <laughs> and you're, you're constantly in a response mode. This is proactive. This is what I'm going to do. You still get time to respond, but the reality is this is what you have to accomplish. You know, it's the reason why Mark uh, really pushed to get me out of the office. And I love interacting with clients, but we found one? if I went in, um, my entire list of the things I need to do today got completely push, pushed aside. I got distracted. Mm -hmm. Everybody wanted my attention. They took precedence and nothing was getting done. And I was getting frustrated and overwhelmed and I couldn't, I just couldn't do it anymore. So uh, yeah, that's really made a difference, made a yep. difference for it's me. It's a roadmap. It's a roadmap. I've got people that use this, and um, I've got ADD people that use this, amazingly enough. And it really centers them. 
Um, so anyways, that's the goals at Eat the Frog. And it truly does work. Do it the evening before. And you can use that time frame of two days if you want. But the people that actually use this on an ongoing basis really are successful. They get a lot done. Amy, you mentioned Boomerang as a as an email tool um, for for kind of being able to circle back to, to emails. Um, another tool that I really like is the email game. Um, it's less about putting less about putting emails off and revisiting them later, and more puts you into uh, very much a processing workflow. Um, so if you are going to dedicate a specific amount of time and just try to process your inbox, um, you know, as efficiently as possible. A nice tool that I've used before and uh, might be useful to some folks as well. So I wanted to mention that mention that as well. Um, email game will have a link in the in the show notes there. I'll take a look at that. Yeah, thanks, Sounds Brian. Interesting. Yeah, that I I'm glad Brian said it because yeah, we need to put that in the show notes and that's something I need to start using. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, that sounds great. Uh, um, John, is there anything else that you want to add before we wrap up this episode? I think that's simplifying a lot of stuff, and if you Follow these in a planning session, create your goals, follow up by eat the frog, the one thing today, and the uh, contribution every day to your six quarterly goals. Nice. Um, then you accomplish more things than you ever thought possible. I believe it. Thank you so much, John. Thanks for joining us, Amy. Brian, thank you guys so much. And I just want to thank FloatAway as well for sponsoring today's episode. FloatAway makes the Tranquility Tank, Float Around, Float Cabin, all sorts of incredible tanks that are of all sorts of different price ranges as well. Uh, they're also creating float software as well, a portal system as well. Go to floataway.com to learn more about that. In the meantime, remember, there's an infinite amount to find in the presence of nothing. So spend some time there. We'll see you next week.